0: Welcome, y'all, to the Wild With You podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey, also known as Be Your Wild. And this is my uh, newly appointed co-host.
1: Thomas, hello.
0: <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, um, Thomas and I are, are dating. Yes, we've been together for seven years, or no.
1: Six. Six I and and a half.
0: That feels like a long time, doesn't it, when you say it? Yeah, very long. (laughs) Too long. (laughs) But um, we are finally deciding to do this podcast, which we've been talking about doing for quite a long time. And we've actually tried recording this many times, and we just weren't satisfied with it. But you know what? We're doing it now. This is it. This is going to be the moneymaker right here, right, Thomas?
1: Yes, of course. (laughs) No, I don't... Yeah... We, we try
0: we try so anyways I guess uh h- how are you doing how did you sleep last night
1: I'm very tired <laughs> uh, it was kind of exhausting Phoenix had some issues
0: maybe you should elaborate on who Phoenix is
1: oh it's one out of four street dogs one out of five Mexican street dogs
0: yeah so right now we're living in Mexico and we have five dogs in our house two scorpions um, the scorpions don't sleep in the bed with us, but the five dogs do.
1: <laughs> oh God, you shouldn't have said this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure people won't judge, but, um, one of our, one of our street, Mexican street dogs that we're actually fostering. So if you need to adopt a dog, Phoenix is quite the, uh, cutie pie. But last night I was laying in bed with Thomas and all of a sudden I noticed that Phoenix was just, she want, she didn't want to lay down. Like she was walking around the room and she kept taking her snout and like rubbing it against the bed. And yeah, I don't know at what point I realized because I was also half asleep, but I started touching her face and it literally was so swollen. Like, I I wish I made a video, but it was so dark in the room, but I could just feel she had these huge puffy lips on both sides of her snout and yeah we ended up turning the lights on because I was like this there's something definitely wrong with her yeah I
1: thought you were exaggerating again
0: <laughs> we turned the lights on and lo and behold phoenix was covered in hives
1: and her, her snout was a bit swollen <laughs> no?
0: a bit it looked like she got stung by a bee or something so we started googling it because I was freaking out that we were going to have to take her to the vet at 2am although I don't even know what vet we would have gone to but it turns out that it was probably just from an insect. She, we watched a movie last night, and she was sitting by one of the um, garden doors, and she was playing with some kind of a bug. So I'm guessing that's what it was from.
1: Yeah, most likely one <laughs> of the big, uh, what are those leaf cutter ants?
0: Oh yeah, I don't know, but she's about 6 months old, so she's a very cute little 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 devil.
1: A little crazy, loco.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was I was laughing because over the weekend I was so stressed because our landlord, um, we have a our like our house here in Mexico we're just renting, right? And our landlord, he's super chill, sweet guy, but he has no idea we have 5 dogs in the house. He only knows about Oscar, which is our original dog. And um we're signing another year lease on our house here so he was coming to the house to apparently I thought he, he needed to do maintenance we kind of had to do like a James Bond maneuver and hide all of the dogs
1: so yeah <laughs> I also thought he comes for maintenance but actually he just wanted uh, the, 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 rent mon- money. the rent money
0: <laughs> yeah but it was funny because Thomas and I were like running to the doggy daycare down the street with three of the dogs And then um, Phoenix, she still doesn't have her shots, so we had to leave her in the house. And then our other dog, Dobby, we left in the house. So I was actually upstairs hiding in the room with Phoenix trying to entertain her while you were downstairs talking to him. And it's really nice that you talked to him for an hour about scuba diving. And I was just stressed hiding upstairs. (laughs) Hopefully he's not listening to this, but the dogs are really sweet. The house is still standing. And although the garden is quite a disaster, I'd say everything else is worth it
1: he didn't complain so (laughs) when
0: are we getting our next rescue dog
1: Mm, yeah very very soon very soon
0: (laughs) thomas is like you get another dog kelsey and i'm gonna divorce you break up with you
1: i'm just go to an Airbnb or something
0: (laughs) you know i won't tell you this but i will tell you this but uh today on instagram the rescue people that we got one of the dogs from they posted that they have new puppies they're like five weeks old and they need foster homes can we foster one
1: yeah sure <laughs> absolutely <laughs> as long
0: as i'm the one picking up no the shed. no <laughs> uh, we
1: will get rid of two and Stanley's bring a puppy leaving on in.
0: tuesday we have room in our freaking dog dog hotel we have space for one and, and dobby's really quiet so we could we could fit two more
1: yeah, sure. <laughs> I know,
0: I know. You guys, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Next Nothing week's episode, new. let's see what happens, how many dogs we have in the house. But anyways, let's get back onto point. This is episode one of our podcast, so you're probably wondering what we're going to talk about in this episode. And it's not just about our street dogs, but we thought we would introduce ourselves a little bit, kind of get you guys to get to know us, who we are, how we got here, and why the fuck we're living in Mexico. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to be episode one for you why don't we uh i don't know i
1: thought we're here for tacos
0: we were here for tacos We moved to mexico for tacos
1: well we love tacos and taco tuesday is a holiday
0: yeah we were supposed to have taco tuesday yesterday and uh watch the bachelor because we're very very great americans like that but we're actually doing it tonight so tonight is tacos tex-mex tacos to be specific
1: Yes, we love to take mixed tacos, which are, uh, yeah, which you're not able to fancy, apparently.
0: No, no. So we're going to do that tonight. And I'm very excited for that. Now I'm, I'm hungry. Maybe you guys are thinking Starving about tacos. Starving already. You know, bear with us for our episode one, but let's bring it back to what, what like, who are, who, who's listening to this right now, Thomas? Like, what kind of viewers do we want or listeners or subscribers or whatever you call it for podcasts? Who is this podcast intended for?
1: Uh, Maybe for people who, yeah, feel like they're always having the same kind of day. Routines. Routines. I do love a good uh, routine, though. (laughs) Yeah, a good routine is nice, but not... Yeah, maybe sometimes you also have to do a lot of things that you don't really enjoy, or you don't, uh, yeah... You don't go out of your comfort zone and do things that you would usually not do, like uh, me recording a podcast because <laughs> I'm extremely uh, feel extremely awkward and uh, but I yeah. think that's
0: what's good about us as far as our relationship. Thomas is the very quiet shy yeah idiot. I'm sure
1: everybody who listens to this is for sure wondering. what do they like how are they together and she's like da, 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 and I'm like." <laughs>
0: I know, I had to force you to do this with me. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Because yeah. you're here, you made it, yeah. you committed to something and you're doing it and I'm proud of you for that. So awesome. this, this podcast is for people who not only feel like stuck in their life, want more, but we're also really into travel and we hope that our stories, whether they're good or bad, will motivate you and inspire you to go to the less traveled places, not just the same resort in Mexico every year. Or the same five-star hotel chain like Club Med in every other country.
1: (laughs) uh, I know how much you love love Club Med, so I won't shit
0: on your Club Med. Club Med is great, okay? (laughs) But um, if you're just bored of the norm, like, you know, we grew up with pretty, I would say, pretty normal lives. Like, I grew up in Chicago in a very suburban, you know... um, what do you call that, area of Chicago, like not in the city, so the suburbs. And Thomas grew up, well, he grew up in Vienna. It's a little bit different in Europe. But It's not as dangerous as Chicago. But yeah, like a suburb. Yes. So why don't you tell them a little bit about your story, Thomas? Who are you, Thomas? Who is this Thomas?
1: No, you did to be, please be a bit more specific.
0: <laughs> okay, so I guess, how did it all start? Thomas, you went to a Catholic school? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even yeah, know this. like with
1: your, with your cousin, I went to a, <laughs> to a, a private Catholic school. Yeah. yeah. It was very um, yeah A basic amazing. experience,
0: right? I mean, you had a hard time in school. You're not very... I would say that it's also the way that they do the schooling in Austria is really different as far as comparing it to the U.S. And the U.S., in my high school, I took dance as an AP class. I also took outdoor ed, where we were swimming in canoes in our gym. And <laughs> you could take bowling. You could take, um, what do you call that, mechanical stuff, glass blowing. We had all these different, different, like, subjects that you could take. And in Austria, it's like you have English, you have science, you have math. And if you're not good at any of those, then basically you're going to be a failure, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I'm curious to know what what class you would have taken if you went to my high school
1: there would have been too many
0: you could have taken zoology I know you love animals you volunteered on a wildlife reserve didn't you
1: yes in South Africa that was absolutely amazing it was actually a farm but yeah I was went there for for a couple weeks over the summer and was working there uh, with animals and
0: I will say, I remember when you did that and you sent me this picture, I'll never forget it. And it was you with like other people from the wildlife reserve and you were holding the longest snake and the thickest snake I've seen in my entire life. It was like from one end of the... I don't even know the tree, right? Wasn't it stuck yeah, it was in the tree? It was
1: fourteen people, or so to to the picture Ugh. because the snake was so long. We cut the whole tree down. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was up in a tree, so and they couldn't get her out. And it so wasn't they...
0: aggressive or anything. Did you have to tranquilize it?
1: No, it was just no. They held it on the on the throat and tried to get it out and yeah like, there were four men pooling and they were not strong enough
0: <laughs> you know i also volunteered on a wildlife reserve but it was in israel and um what i remember is we used to take because like in israel in the south of israel you have these Well, in all of Israel, it's called a kibbutz. Basically, it's like communal living with like a farm and everything on it. And our wildlife reserve, we would go to the kibbutz and we would like take the dead cows, for example, that died of natural causes or whatever. And we would feed it to the vultures that we had and the leopards that we had at our wildlife reserve. And we also had like a graveyard in the middle of the desert on the border of Jordan. We would drive out and we would take the carcasses. It was really quite the experience I would say everybody should volunteer on a wildlife reserve at some point (laughs) in their life because yeah but
1: only if you really like animals
0: yeah that's true I would never touch a snake you'd have to pay me a lot of money to touch a snake it's something about their skin that just really grosses me out well anyways back to the topic here we go again you guys are gonna I'm really bad at trailing off and talking about a lot of stories I just feel like we have so many to share it's hard to you know hard to choose what exactly we want to talk about But um, my wildlife experience actually led me to joining the Israeli Army. And I would say that was something I did that was very out of the box. You know, everybody from my high school basically finished high school and they went right to college. And I went to a wildlife reserve and then I went into the IDF. And I think that really, really changed my life um, for the good. Obviously, it was a really difficult experience. But I think for me at least, when I think about stepping out of the box and doing things that are more difficult, you really grow as a person because, like, you, you don't have any other chance but to grow. Like, you're not living in the same, like, sheltered life. It's like, all of a sudden, you're in this place, and, you know, I didn't speak Hebrew. I had no family there. I was in a foreign military. Like, it was such a crazy experience, and it really, like, changes you, right? Like, same thing with, like, Working on a wildlife preserve in South Africa, no?
1: Yeah, but I'm sure it's not quite as intensive.
0: Yeah, but you were in the army too.
1: Yes, I was, <laughs> but I didn't go to on the other side of the planet. I guess, but you probably day. had similar. I'm sure we can.
0: I'm sure we could share military stories. We probably. I feel like every army has similar experiences, no?
1: Yeah, I'm very sure <laughs> that it's pretty similar. It doesn't matter where you are, the system is always the same. I guess. Yeah. yeah (laughs) Yeah, i know you're basically being
0: told what to do all the time but you know i think that was the hardest part about getting out of the army was all of a sudden you like have to decide what clothes to wear what to eat what time to go to bed like it's not like a set system anymore and you're just like holy shit i have to make my own decisions
1: (laughs) yeah i know
0: (laughs) i think sometimes i do miss that i do miss being told what to do i hate like
1: yeah you don't Think you know you don't need to think. Yeah, much, I know.
0: So yeah, back to what we were saying, Thomas. You remember when we first met? Uh,
1: yes, in Barcelona was it? No.
0: Was it love at first sight?
1: Nope.
0: No. One
1: no? should I have said yes.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that's heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> was it for you?
0: Um, <laughs> not really, but. <laughs> You were this mysterious man when I first met you. You didn't really talk very much. We were actually in Barcelona at a club. I don't think... I was just finishing the army and doing a backpacking trip. Thomas was just starting his army. But maybe we should... How did, you, how did we meet? I want to hear the story. Can you tell everybody how we met? Because I want to hear how you're going to tell it.
1: Um, well, <laughs> I was traveling with your cousin, who I went to high school with, and yeah... I mean, with a bunch of friends, actually. We were driving from Austria to Spain, Portugal, and, yeah, we made you, well, (laughs) at the apartment where your cousin didn't look that well anymore.
0: At some point, somebody was puking in the bathroom and had, like, we took a plastic garbage bag, and it was, like, or shopping bag, whatever you call it, and it was strung onto one, one, one ear each ear had the loop of the plastic bag hanging over it and they were vomiting into the bag. I won't name any names. Dunny. (laughs) I think that was Dunny, right? (laughs) I think that was my cousin. Yeah, so we met in Barcelona. Um, What was your first impression of me?
1: My first impression of you was not my first impression of you because I saw you a few years before we met on uh, pictures and...
0: What do you mean, you saw me in pictures? Well, you stalked me? No,
1: we were just sitting there, uh, bored, and somebody was asking, so yeah, who has somebody, a hot cousin or stepsister, or God knows what stuff. <laughs>
0: this is a stepster, hot sister <laughs> or a hot cousin?
1: Yeah, something like that. Oh, uh,
0: and Donny nominated me?
1: Yes, I a them I said yeah, here I know somebody.
0: But what did he show you? Like how yeah, did? What...
1: this weird picture of you with the with the moon boots. You look what like picture? Hansi Hinterseer.
0: <laughs> what was that? Oh
1: God, uh, former ski. Ski, what? ski professional. Wait, I wonder from if it's the picture
0: I'm thinking of. Okay guys, I'm gonna pull this up on Facebook. I wonder if it's this picture and we're gonna we're gonna see. So you saw so you knew me before I ever met you. Wow, how romantic is that? And when you saw the picture you were like, okay, I'm gonna meet her one day and what?
1: And maybe she's also a college student and we <laughs> can uh, have a cultural exchange.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, exchange. I can only imagine the exchange you were thinking.
1: Networking. That's you what, what you were so good at, no? Is it this? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God, it, it is, is this. It, uh, oh, my God. Can you
0: describe to the listeners what it is that you're do looking I at? I really
1: want it? What do you want it? Yeah, oh let's God. hear it. Yeah, well, you're wearing these...
0: So, they're called go-go boots, okay? It looks
1: like you're in an opera house or something. Okay, wait,
0: a little backstory, on, though.
1: no, no, no. I need to say know. that I was a go-go dancer. No. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, okay. they're going to be like, why is she wearing go-go boots? Okay, I worked in Chicago as a go-go dancer. So this is what this photo is
1: from. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a ballroom or something. And there's people in suits. And then there's you jumping around on a box, uh, I would say. And wearing... These not go-go boots, so the, those are actually Hansi Hintersea moon <laughs> boots, white, white furry oh God. boots, yeah, looks really weird and this blue outfit I might call it.
0: It's a leotard
1: no idea what that is. (laughs) it is
0: it's a glittery blue leotard okay and i was dancing for new year's eve at the hilton in chicago and the guys in suits are there because they're party goers and it's a fancy hotel so now that you've described to viewers viewers to (laughs) listeners the first time you ever saw me was a very very beautiful go-go dancing photo yeah so we met we met in barcelona and then actually ended up meeting a few months later again in Austria. But the beginning of our relationship was a little bit more complicated because I was living in the US and Thomas was living in Austria and we kind of had to find a way to make it work. So in the end, what we ended up doing was I ended up studying in Vienna.
1: Yes, you went to university in Vienna and finished your degree there.
0: Yeah, you know, it was great because as an American, we're used to understanding that university costs an arm and a leg. More than that, probably, you know, be in debt for the rest of your life, right? But I ended up going to school in Austria thanks to this guy, and I only spent, what, 1,500 US dollars for each year.
1: Yes, and usually universities for free, but this one you had to pay a little
0: yeah but see this is what i'm talking about taking those risks doing other things like not living that conventional life that everybody you know says that you need to live so when i ended up going to school in austria it was a blessing because i'm not in debt now congrats kelsey
1: that's perfect (laughs)
0: nobody cares no
1: it's important because then you have a bit more freedom yeah I, I, I so. would
0: agree. I mean, we started out traveling a bit in the beginning of our relationship, just because we were back and forth between the U.S. and Austria, and then did a little bit of traveling in Europe. And then, actually, what was the first trip that we ever took? No idea. We went to Israel. Was it
1: Israel? And yeah.
0: Israel and Palestine was the first trip that we ever took together.
1: Oh yeah, that was a very nice one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Thomas and I have been together for a little bit over six years, but we've known each other longer. And um, we've been to 35 countries together so far, right? Yeah, 35. Thomas is at around like 56 countries and I'm at 45. I think in 2019 we made our New Year's resolution that we were going to travel to five new countries every year. And for the last three years, we kept it up pretty well, except for this year, Thomas was short by one country.
1: No, last year, 2021.
0: Oh my God, I forgot it was 2022. Holy shit. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Oops, my brain is fried, obviously, from not sleeping well last night. But yeah, what countries did we do last year?
1: We did San Marino, Liechtenstein, Costa Rica, and Belize. Very nice. And Greece. Loved it. Greece, but you had already yeah, been to yeah, Greece. Yeah, Greece, that was your... You've never been. How it, did you like that? Greece
0: was amazing. I was really it wanted to Was
1: it as you, as you <laughs> expected or what you expected? Or was it better or worse?
0: Honestly, I really loved it because when I first thought Greece, I thought Santorini with the White Houses and the, you know. But then the I just roofs. know there's all the tourists, the blue roofs. Yeah, all the tourists. And I really liked, we went to Zakyntho's is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. So we went to Zakynthos, and it was really nice because it was really more of a naturey place. The cliffs and stuff was so so beautiful. We were able to rent an ATV and drive around the whole island. Um, yeah, it was a lo- it was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely want to go back to Greece because there's so many islands to explore. So Thomas, of all the countries that we've been to, or you, you, even the countries you've been to without me, which ones would you say were the least? I don't know the least typical or the least traveled, the least heard of countries. Top three.
1: Top three is uh, Oman, Belize, and uh, Cambodia. I would say.
0: I was also thinking Bosnia. Bosnia too is.
1: Bosnia was also really amazing. Chi-Chi yeah. all day, every day. No. I literally. never ate so
0: much meat in my life yeah. until I went to Croatia, Bosnia, and Serbia. Yeah but it's really good it's really good yeah so let's start with oman oman is also one of our favorite countries that we've ever been to um quick geography lesson it's next to saudi arabia and yemen so it's like a desert arab country but it's also on the water which was beautiful we ended up driving around the whole country very safe we rented a car and we rented camping gear that's another thing we love to do is camp so if you're a camper and you want to camp other somewhere else other than europe the us or canada I would definitely say Oman. Nothing like waking up to the sound of the prayer calls and the goat goat herders, goat farmers, with the little bells walking around. Um, but yeah, Belize, too, was wonderful. <clears throat> and Cambodia, as well. And we also love trying new foods. We had camel. We had... Thomasin? Mouton. Mouton goat, Yeah in cambodia you had some weird beehive it was ba- like
1: oh buffalo and
0: okay buffalo yeah but also oh alligator we had alligator.
1: Somewhere. yeah we had yeah but also frog and
0: oh frog legs that was in yeah all kinds
1: of stuff we just <laughs> didn't do the tarantula i didn't want to do that the tarantula I'm not stick. Into spiders <laughs> but i also had something else that was pretty gross i had uh like a Bee, beehive. It was
0: like the larva, no? Yeah.
1: Well, it's the whatever the the wakes with yeah, the the, the, comb, is, the honeycomb, the honeycomb. I don't but, know. But yeah, the honeycomb <laughs> with living lar- larvae. They were alive. Al- well yeah
0: i don't know you should have seen his face though at 6 a.m in the market yeah, because i
1: thought the, okay well yeah i know there's larva inside but it will taste like honey it will be sweet or whatever and i was like okay well but in the end it was like biting in a candle with where, where there's <laughs> larvae inside it was fu- wow, it was horrible
0: oh man I, yeah i really he didn't oh. vomit though i will say that and you can see the video of it on our yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, but I was <laughs> feeling
1: feeling sick for like half an hour. Afterwards. Well, it was the first
0: thing you ate all day.
1: Yeah, it was the first thing I ate. And it was also because we it was the morning market at like 5 in the morning mm-hmm. or something. And we had to catch a flight at 8 or 9. But you know how I
0: found that? I YouTubed before we went, I YouTubed the best markets to or, or the best food stands to visit from this other YouTuber and he actually said that that was really good so i'm surprised you didn't like it because he said that it was amazing
1: I know. no i cannot i'm <laughs> sure uh, he, he didn't say it's amazing
0: wait it's, that was in lao oh, that was Jesus, in lao wow in Laos. Anyways, Laos is another interesting mm-hmm. country, but let's let's track back to what we were trying to talk about. So, yeah, we've been to a lot of places and we obviously have a lot of stories about all the places we've been to.
1: Yes, there's sometimes sirens wailing.
0: When we were writing the script out for the first episode, it was interesting because Thomas made a comment to me about how when he was when he was younger, before he met me, he used to take vacations. And now that we're together, we travel. What, what did you mean by that? Because I thought that was really interesting when you said that.
1: Yeah, because it's... Yeah, I actually also thought it was interesting. Um, it, it means to me that... Yeah, I was always going to, to resorts and hotels. Like enjoying the beach or whatever. Like but Club Med? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my boys. Um, and yeah, but... Uh, since I'm with you, we're more like actually traveling. Like we're going... Around the place. We stay it, wrapping it, it, and tapping it. <laughs> yeah, like we actually want to explore the country and the culture and the food and just see what's out there. For see me, it's more always than outside interesting. The hotel walls. <laughs> yes, going outside the hotel walls and actually seeing how people live. And yeah, I think this is very interesting.
0: What would you say is your favorite thing about travel, or what makes you passionate about it? Because for me, it's definitely about the culture. I love seeing how other people live and like that's the reason why I want to go to every country on this planet because I want to see how everybody lives, you know?
1: Yeah, because you learn a lot from it. Like, mm-hmm. it really teaches you because every country has its, has its ups and downs. There's, you know, amazing things here in Mexico, <laughs> where there's also amazing things in Austria and then there's things that are not so good here or in the U.S. or wherever, yeah.
0: You get a better perspective on life and then I think it also teaches you to be really grateful when you see how other people live and you realize, you know, not that we can't validate complaining about certain things, but it definitely, I, I'll say this. This is a great example. So I go to this influencer event, right? Because I do social media and Instagram and everything. So an influencer trip in California. And one of the girls was complaining because she had to share a room with another person. And I was just sitting there thinking like, I'd be grateful if they pulled out a fucking mattress on the floor, I would sleep on it, you know? And I think that that's something that you don't really realize until you travel, until you do things that are outside the box, you join the army, you go wa- volunteer all in a wildlife reserve, like those like a lot of things happen that aren't in your control. And so I think traveling is really good for building character. Like, do you know who Bill Murray is? Nope. He's like no idea. Okay, he's a great fucking dude, but he's an actor and a comedian, and he had this quote that I will forever remember. And it's probably, I'm probably totally saying it wrong, but it was something on the lines like, don't get married to somebody until you travel the world with them. And that always really stuck to me because it's so true. Like Thomas and I have been traveling our whole relationship. (laughs) He's making faces at me right now, but we've been traveling our whole relationship and so much fucked up shit has happened. I mean, we have stories from every country we've been to. Things go wrong all the time, right? I mean we should make an episode just about that because we have so many so many travel travel mishaps.
1: <laughs> Say things always go in your pants at one point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is making fun of me, fuck you, because I feel like it's also a joke in my family and you know what, I'll just I'll let this one go, but that I have some kind of a shit story from every country I've been to. I have a sensitive stomach, okay?
1: Now you know that my friend last week he told me uh, that in Mexico they call it Montezuma's Revenge or something. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. <laughs> well did you have diarrhea? Oh really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I do have a poop story from Mexico. So maybe we can make a whole a whole episode just on no, shit stories. Not. Nah, but in all seriousness, from shitty situations, good things come out of it, and while we might have experienced a lot of bullshit in our travels, in our relationship, in our life, it's gotten to, you know, it's gotten us to where we are now, and I'd say that that's part of the fun of it, part of the motivation behind it, um, is that you have to take these risks. you got to do stuff. Stuff is going to go wrong, right? But that's how you get things to go right. Like, if we wouldn't have taken these risks, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Like, A little bit over a year ago, Thomas and I were finally leaving Austria, going to America, thinking we were going to live the van life, buy a van, drive around the US, end up in South America, Central America, right? But that didn't happen. Instead, Thomas ended up on the floor of a jail cell at the Seattle Tacoma Airport. <laughs> Do we want to talk about that now or is that that that's for another episode too, right?
1: No, maybe for another one.
0: Thomas is like, I need a joint, I need some tequila, and I need to forget that ever happened. No, but really, it did happen and yes, he did get somewhat deported from 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 the US, I guess. But hey we're living in mexico and we absolutely love it so there you go
1: then we figured out that yeah being forced to be back here in mexico again figuring out okay the next steps and noticing hey it's actually not that bad here and we can easily stay 180 days
0: yeah so we stayed 180 and then some and now actually we're getting our residency thomas is supposed to get his residency this week
1: i'm excited (laughs) let's hope it works
0: i know but yeah so we have a lot of stories for you for the rest of the season i mean what what can people expect for the rest of the season you think you're going to stick around
1: we will see let's listen <laughs> to the recording and let's see let see if we you like know. this
0: version yeah but it's going to be a lot of you know wild stories relationship advice uh apparently shitting our pants stories that's going to be its own episode
1: episode no, i would rather do some travel stories huh mm-hmm.
0: Travel shit stories. Yes. Yeah. A lot of stuff about our dogs, our five dogs. Maybe we'll have two new ones next week. Let's see. You know, sex, cultural differences, what we love. You know, I think next week we should talk about life in Mexico. What it's like living here, what we like about it, what we don't like about it, what we miss from our home countries. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm yeah i think that's what we should do next week anyways well thank you guys for listening to our very first episode although we've recorded this one quite a few times hopefully the next episode will run more smoothly
1: or we'll just try it over (laughs) and over again
0: yeah but it, it it's 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 going to be a really fun experience and we have a lot of stories for you and hopefully things that will, you know, take you out of the box, out of the comfort zone, have you try new things, go to new places, try new things in your relationship and just live in the fucking dream. Enjoy life. Life is short and we want you to fucking enjoy it. So until next week, plug yourself, Thomas
1: hasta la vista baby that's not
0: a plug plug yourself do you know what that is
1: no i don't know what plug that yourself
0: means. all right so plugging yourself drop your social medias where can people find us uh,
1: so um, <laughs> on youtube be your wild yeah. that's you, you have to say it now that's you have to repeat it okay. i say it and then you repeat it because otherwise you have to put subtitles <laughs> on it no,
0: nobody understands your German well, accent. No,
1: on, nah, on all your socials, it's uh, Be Your Wild.
0: Yes. So if you want to follow us on YouTube, our YouTube is Be Your Wild. We're also going to be uploading the podcast there if you want to watch it and see what we look like <laughs> or how awkward we are. And um, Instagram, my main account is Be Your Wild. If you want to follow us on our Instagram account, our couple's Instagram is the Wild with You, which is the name of this podcast as well. Um, TikTok, the Wild with You. Twitter is the Wild with You. OnlyFans, the Wild with You. I don't know. Do we have other social medias?
1: Um, do <laughs> we? Like, I don't know. I'm um, so
0: hungry right now, and all I'm thinking about TikTok. is bachelor and tacos tonight. TikTok. I said TikTok. So. All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna what have to reverse this. Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my tinder is also the wild with you you can see pictures of thomas and i on there so any of you ladies out there
1: yeah uh, just uh, <laughs> legs, legs oh
0: my god all right guys <laughs> i think this is time to cut off the episode we both desperately need sleep apparently and uh food But thanks for listening. Check us out on social media. Make sure you give this a like. Is that what you do on podcasts? I'm not sure. You can find this podcast on Spotify, on Anchor, as well as the Apple Podcasts app. Um, Give us some feedback. What?
1: What? We're on there?
0: Yeah, we're on there. Say hello to Apple Podcasts.
1: Do you think?
0: Yes, I know we are. Okay, anyways. Thomas doesn't even know how this shit works we have a lot to work on but yeah you can um, give us a like there and rate us five stars because you know we're clearly epic and we have a lot to work on but we need a little bit of a motivation and booster for that so see you next week
1: hasta la vista baby
0: (laughs) bye y'all